Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Parkmanship Podcast. My name is Ryan, and with me today is my co-host, Andrew. Andrew, how are you doing? Great. Liverpool won 7-1 today. Yeah, finally some good news on that front. Yeah, I'm sorry about the Mets. <laughs> what, a, what a brutal weekend. What a brutal weekend. You guys went from what? Or we went from... 78% chance of winning to 98% chance of the Braves winning? In Probably. Like... <laughs> that was the weekend before. What a disaster. Yeah. Well, Ugh. well, this isn't a sports podcast. No, it's not. But let's get let's get into it. Yeah. All right, what are we talking about today? Uh, we are talking about the Outer Banks. Ah. The, there's three park sites on there, so we'll be talking about those. Well, this is, this is unique because we didn't go together. No, we did not. This is like one of the rare instances where we both ended up in the same place around the in the same year. I think it's yeah. the first time. It is the first time. That's going to be interesting. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's kick it off with some new stories of the week this week. Ryan, what, what time of year is it? It's Fat Bear Week. It's my favorite week. It's Fat Bear Week. Uh, this year's winner uh, was Bear 707, also known as Bear Force One. Uh, he was a whopping. He's like over a ton. Or something. Hold on. Trying to see. I'm like looking at the article as we speak. He's nearly one ton. It doesn't give the weight. Um, but uh, he's a. Uh, he's huge. Uh, and he was. He's been in the competition before. Uh, 901, a newcomer this year, made it all the way to the finals this year. And his name was uh, Barely in Time. They're all bear puns, except for the rest of them are. But uh, they, they named him Ursa Chonkis on the National Park Service Instagram post. Uh, so, but you can uh, see all the bears that were submitted if you just type in Bear Week or Fat Bear Week on Google, and it brings you to the National Parks website that where you would submit any bear photos you have of uh, these bears in the National Parks. So that's pretty cool. Bear Force One. That's an interesting name. It's also the name of a Magic the Gathering deck archetype, and that's a whole different story. We'll go down that. If someone wants to message me, they can. I won't go down that rabbit hole. Ryan, what's your news story? Well, uh, we just had, what was it? Uh, a couple weeks ago now, uh, Hurricane Ian go through Florida and uh, a bunch of the southeastern United States and caused a lot of damage and uh, death. So not good. Uh, but one of the first places it hit in on United States territory was um, Tri Tortugas National Park, uh, Fort Jefferson. And uh, they just announced that they finally started uh, ferry service back to the uh, Garden Key, which is where Fort Jefferson is. Um, however, there was substantial damage to Fort Jefferson. So the fort is actually still closed. So really, all you can do if you take uh, the ferry there. Um, do you remember the, the the ferry boat, what that was called? No, but it was one of those really fast ones. Uh, yeah. Uh, catamarans? Yeah, it was something too, I think. Yeah, but well, to be honest with you with the the fort being damaged there's not much to do there because there's the little area you could like kind of hike in off to 
the right when you get off the boat, but that's full of birds and they're really loud and annoying. The beach. Uh, on the beach. The beach is that's about it. Snorkeling. Yeah. Get, all, get to see all the coral reef. Yeah. But that's like cool. Yeah, but it's a very small area and a lot of people go. Like that's, Yeah, I would I wouldn't I wouldn't take yeah, it there. Yeah. That's it's a long ferry ride. It's like two hours. No service. It's just like they have snacks on there. Didn't you get a beer? Yes. Yeah, I did. Yeah. It's it's you know, if you want to go snorkeling two hours in the middle of the ocean, sure. But you could just off Key West and do it, and you'll have the same experience, in my opinion. I think it's close re- to um, private uh, boats. It would make sense. Um, well, Ryan, I mean, some good news, some bad news this week. Yep. Let's hop into it. All right. All right. So we went to the Outer Banks. Yes. Outer Banks is in. Uh... Northeastern North Carolina. Um, it goes yeah. into the south too. I mean, it does. It, it's pre- it's a pretty long strip of uh, land, barrier islands. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a pretty popular tourist destination. Um, they've they've done a bunch of shows, TV shows, uh, set on the Outer Banks Islands. Yeah. But uh, Andrew, why and when did you go? to the Outer Banks? Uh, end of August. It was like two days before we went to... I came back two days before we went to South Dakota. But I went to go visit a friend who recently moved down there, my friend Brian. He lives in Raleigh, which is three hours away. So we only did a day trip there, but we hit two of the three parks we could talk about. Nice. So... And you went on a day trip because you're crazy. No, I stayed overnight. Oh, okay. But yeah, I I got a few day a few days off in early June and wanted to get the summer really going. And I noticed that there was three <laughs> national park sites really close together on the Outer Banks, and I've never been to North Carolina before, so it was just an obvious choice. So one night after work, I just pulled an all nighter and drove the like nine and a half hours down. <laughs> My crazy statement stands. <laughs> yeah and uh spent one full day there and then uh, a half day the next day um yeah i mean the first thing uh we did when we got to the outer banks was i don't we went to the wright brothers because it's right to the you get left it's literally one road right like you t- you get over the little bridge and it's either you go left or right in north carolina outer banks it's just one large strip of road Yes. So, yeah, I went to the Wright Brothers the last day I was there, but it is the first one you hit if you're coming from the north. Yeah. And uh, Wright Brothers National Memorial commemorates the area of the Wright Brothers and humankind's first airplane flight. So a lot of history going on there. Yeah, it was interesting. The park pass for me, I forgot it, so I had to pay. It's pay per person there, which is kind of annoying per the vehicle yeah uh, i imagine you had your park pass i had my park pass so i, I did not pay i just showed him my yeah. park pass and was like look how cool i am yeah that's yeah. that is the greatest deal in travel yeah the federal it's... lands pass yeah 80 bucks and you get all of your federal most of your federal land uh entrance fees paid for not the one at mount rushmore yeah that was weird because it's they on can website. that a parking fee or something yeah 
Anyway, I found the interest uh, the visitor center very interesting. I actually think it was one of the better ones I went to this year. Mm-hmm. Um, they had the actual propeller at the visitor center, which was really cool. Um, and it was uh, around. I think it was around. They were going to do the first space la- like testing for the rockets or something. So it's a bunch of like temporary space stuff up there too. Oh wait, they still haven't launched that uh that rocket, have they? No, they keep on but... they keep on getting it delayed due to weather or something. Well, they also have to align it with like where the moon's going to be at the exact time or something. Oh yeah, you're right because it's whenever they delay it, it's by a month or so. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I I thought the visitor center was uh, fantastic as well. Um. I saw an exhibit in there that said it's from the Mission 66 era when they were really trying to promote travel in the country. Yeah. So it's actually old, but I thought it looked really new because the architecture... The building looks new. Yeah. Because the architecture was really interesting and uh, and very modern looking, I, I thought. Yeah, I wonder if they like expanded upon the original. We'll have to look into that. Um, the exhibit made it seem like it, it was still the same one. Like they may have renovated it, but it was, yeah. it was the original design. At least the outdoor design is. Yeah, I mean the 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 hike to the monument was well. You would call it a walk. It was a big hike up a hill, but it was interesting. That one was cool. I, did you do that? You walked from the visitor center as well. Oh, of course. I mean, before that though, I went to um, like towards the right when you're kind of going out of the visitor center um you can follow the um the flight path exhibit where it's like yeah we here's get where that. the first one landed here's yep. where the second one landed here's where the third one landed and they had like another exhibit where they showed you where they made camp yeah where they stored stuff and then i made it over to uh uh kill devil hill which is the big hill on the grounds it's definitely the highlight of the grounds and you can take a walk a walk not a hike a walk over there it's a hike it's a big hill um, but yeah, that definitely sticks out uh, amongst the landscape, like this super flat landscape. And there's just this uh, medium sized hill, but it looks so much larger just because of hill. how flat everything else is. Yeah, no, it's interesting. Um, I also, didn't... there was a cool memorial on top of it. Yeah, I wonder what's inside because the doors are closed. So I don't think you were, I don't think I don't design for you people to go in there. No, I know, I get that, but like. There's a lot of nodes to history on the doors. I don't know if you noticed, but it has the flight of Icarus uh, on the big metal doors. Yeah. But I wonder what's in it. I didn't really kind of look that up beforehand or I still haven't looked it up in this kind of jog in my memory. But yeah. Yeah. And then um, what else was there? There was um, there was another like statue exhibit on the far side of the hill, the opposite side from the visitor center. I was running out of time, so I did not go down there. We check it stopped out. at it. You stopped at it. I mean, it yeah. looked cool from the top of the hill. Yeah, this while we were there, someone was flying like a biplane, like not like theirs, but like early 1900s biplane mm-hmm. in the area. And there's a there's actually an airstrip behind to the right of the the uh, monument. So, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, but there's also a statue of the uh, or a replica of the original thing on the back side of the hill, I think is what you're talking about, right? That was a statue. There there's a replica of the uh there's a replica of the uh the plane in the visitor center. Oh, yeah, no, there was something on the back side too. That was the statue exhibit. No, it was a it was oh, a replica. 
I'm pretty sure. I took a photo of it. Because there's a the replica is not inside the Oh, it is. There's a replica inside. Maybe it is a statue. Yeah, it was a statue you saw. No, hold on. I'm looking this up. The replica is in the visitor center. The stat the uh the statue is on the far side of the hill. Kill Devil Hill. Uh can't spell visitor map. Well, anyways, I, I thought my favorite part about the park was the fantastic views from the top of Kill Devil Hill. Um, just because it's so flat in the surrounding area, you can see, you know, a lot of the beaches on the Outer Banks. Um, you can see that um, small landing strip. Um, you can just see so much from that that area. Andrew, if you're not too busy, what was your favorite part of the park? First off, it was, it, we were both right. There's statues in a model of the plane outside. Um oh. Yeah, so I wasn't crazy, but we were both right. What What was your question? I'm sorry. I was. What was your busy. favorite part about the park? The 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 markers, right? Like the markers, you you know, you go up to them, you're like, oh, that's not far, and then you look at the plane, you're like, that's kind of far for something held together with bicycles and uh, makeshift engines and stuff. Um, I thought that was really cool. The flight markers. All right, good pick. Um, so now I'm just going to go into a little bit about the other park on the Outer Banks that you did not go to. This is the, the third one, the last one on there. And it's, it is also the, the least famous uh, park in the area. And that's Fort Raleigh National Historic Site, which is right off the main strip of islands that make the Outer Banks. And it's literally just a 10 minute drive from the entrance uh, to Cape Hatteras National Seashore. So it's really close by, just like the, uh, the other two, like Wright Brothers is to... Uh, Cape Hatteras as well. Um, but Fort Raleigh preserves the area of the infamous lost colony of Roanoke, an early but failed colony here in the United States, or what would become the United States. And this is where I went to first on my trip. I spent my first morning here. I did a hike. Uh, it was the Thomas Harriet Nature Trail, and that was a nice intro to the Outer Banks environment. I got to see the ocean and a bit of beach. Um, so, yeah, that was my first introduction to the Outer Banks. And the hike goes through the like main portion of the park and hits all the sites from the visitor center. It's uh, hits all the sites from the visitor center, and it's hard to miss. Um, the visitor center is it was fine. I spent maybe fifteen minutes there. Um, there's a couple exhibits on Native American culture and English culture, mm -hmm. but the main attraction of the park is an outdoor amphitheater that shows a nightly play about the lost colony of Roanoke. Um, it plays nightly in the summer. I just pulled an all-nighter, so I definitely couldn't stay uh, later that night to watch the play. Um, but I would have, I would love to go back and and go watch it because there's, you know, a lot of professional actors. Actually, some famous ones have actually, you know, done like a one or two night um, job there. So, really interesting. Um, Andrew, do you have any interest in in going to Fort Raleigh? I mean, since maybe uh, it's right near Wilmington, you could take. I think it's a ferry to the end of where it starts. So okay. um, probably next time I go down there, she's going to probably be often with my friend living down there. So, cause he's in between the other banks and the smoky mountains uh, entrance on the other side of the state. Is that like another three hour, four hour drive? Yeah, but he's, it's only three, it's only two hours from his house. Which is nice. Um, okay. 
little backstory on how we got there. We left from, he lives in the Clayton area. Uh, there are no major highways to the Outer Banks. So we drove through the literal boonies for like, it took us three hours to get to like that, that like, I want to say highway, but that the, the state of North Carolina is beautiful in the interior, which is really cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was a, it was an interesting drive to the Outer Banks because it was just straight and then left. Um, but we both did go to uh, Cape Hatteras. Yeah, before we get into that, though, did you do any activities in the Outer Banks outside of the national parks? GE anywhere? Mm, we went to an ice cream spot that was also like... It, had, it was ice cream and like a candy shop, but... In, outside was like this like bumper boats thing but we didn't do it because it looked sketchy as hell and then oh. we went to a drive through uh uh liquor store um, oh yeah those were all over the place yeah we went to one of those uh fun fact in the state of north carolina beer and liquor cannot be sold at the or beer and liquor can't be sold at like a package store only beer can be sold there, so they have separate stores for liquor, which are the ABC liquor places you would see right across the street from the drive-through uh, package stores. Um, I bought some watermelon. What were they? Watermelon sours? No, they were watermelon ciders. They were pretty okay. We okay. also. Where else do we eat out there? No, we drove back that night and we went to one of those uh, sushi places where you could like, it was on a train and it was all you can eat. It was pretty good. Nice. Stacked, stacked up 60 plates. Uh, but yeah, no, it was, it's a nice area. It's, we didn't really explore it besides going to the beach. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I like, I didn't really do any activities outside of the parks. Um, I, I stayed at the uh, Hilton Garden Inn Outer Banks slash Kitty Hawk which is right on the beach. It was, it was it's a really nice hotel. I uh, unfortunately did not swim because it, there was a red flag warning out while I was there. There must have been a, a major storm like right off the coast. Mm-hmm. And I, I paid extra for an ocean-facing room just so I could view the, the sunrise from the hotel. And it was a fantastic one. I got so many great pictures. And like because I, I pulled an all-nighter, I, w- I was kind of tired later at night. So I just ate at the hotel. And it was actually surprisingly very good there. They made some really good crab cakes, which gotta get some sort of seafood when you're on the ocean um but yeah i've really lucked out with hotels this year i loved a lot of them my only someone we were hanging out with does not like seafood hence why we did not do that but they like sushi which kind of threw me for a loop um you no 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 it wasn't me oddly enough i mean my diet's garbage but still anyway let's go let's let's talk about cape hatteras the, yes. the seashore that's basically the entirety of uh the outer banks like that area yeah cape cape hatters national seashore is the largest park on the outer banks as it preserves numerous islands and their habitats which range from stuff you would see in the mid-atlantic to stuff you would see all the way down in the everglades it's a it's a very large uh area of barrier islands very narrow barrier barrier islands i would have to say um but yeah definitely a very interesting landscape 
the uh, the first the first major island that you get to on Cape Hatteras National Seashore is called Bodie Island. And the main attraction on Bodie Island is the Bodie Island Lighthouse, which is one of the most photographed light- lighthouses out there. So you've probably seen it before. Um, yeah. Andrew, what did you think of the Bodie Island Lighthouse? Uh, so we didn't get to climb it because uh, I didn't know you needed tickets beforehand. We kind of just did a wing day trip. We weren't too sure where we were going before. But the lighthouse is definitely iconic. Um, it has a little visitor center in front. The Rangers was super nice there to give some uh, history lessons on it, which was cool. Um, but I think that's technically the third iteration of the Bodie Lighthouse because inside the exhibit, it shows you where it was the previous two times. And one of them was like it was blown up during some war, I believe. Um, but I could be wrong, but it was really cool. Yeah, it's uh, definitely a. Uh cool looking lighthouse in a, a nice area um the the entire area around is actually vis- uh, very nice i visited visited this area multiple times um i spent a good amount of time bird watching at the boardwalk behind the lighthouse did you do the boardwalk yeah i like that yeah i saw a lot of herons and egrets out there um the only other thing i checked out on Bodie island was um in between the lighthouse and the uh, entrance area there was a bird blind that I think was supposed to be just for hunters. Um, but I just, I went there to check that out. It was actually rather boring. There was no birds. I saw a pelican way off in the distance, but that's about it. Did you do anything else on Bodie Island? We, uh, yeah. Uh, you there, Ryan? Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, um, we went swimming in the ocean. So I think it's down towards the right past the lighthouse. There's like a beach entrance and it was pretty nice. Um, the, they had amenities there, like changing rooms, showers, bathrooms. And we spent I spent like an hour in the ocean, and it was nice. It was just relaxing. Uh, yeah. Not many people, though, for the end of August. I thought there'd be a little bit more, but there was like our group and then like a family down the way. But uh, definitely big currents that day because everyone was getting dragged down to the farther and farther away. That's interesting that there weren't many people there because you went right around uh, Labor Day, right? Yeah, but I think we went like on a Thursday. Oh, I mean, yeah. I went on a random weekday in, in June and it was pretty crowded. Yeah, no, it was like we, we went to the beach because we got there around two, went to the beach oh, at like okay. four o'clock. And it yeah. was pretty dead. Um, yeah, it was cool. That's the key to everything. You got to go in the late afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I think that's where you concluded you didn't go further than Bodie Island. That's right. No, because we were going back and then we went out drinking that night. So, yeah. yeah. So the next island, if you keep on going south from Bodie Island, is Hatteras Island. Mm-hmm. Now, it's it's a long drive to get to Hatteras Island. It's, a it's good like an hour. hour. Yep. Yeah. Um, you have to drive through a National Wildlife Refuge, which I forget the name of. And I was tempted to stop there because the visitor center is right off the main road. Um, mm-hmm. But I never did. There's a lot of dunes, and those are really cool looking, especially when the wind is blowing. And then there's the community of uh, Rodante. Um, so there, there's a lot of stuff you have to get through before you're able to finally get to Hatteras Island. Uh, but once you do, once again, the main attraction of the island is a lighthouse, and this is Hatteras Lighthouse. Looks very similar to Bodie, uh, Bodie Lighthouse. Um, 
I did not get to go up either of them because both of them were closed the day I was there. I think one of them was closed for, I think Hatters was closed for restoration. Bodie was just closed on the day. Like it was only open on weekend weekends or something, or I think it was closed Monday and Tuesdays. And I went on a, a Monday ah, something okay. weird like that. I was, I was very disappointed. I didn't get to go up one of those. Have you ever gone up one? Oh, you were, you went with me to the fire Island one. Yeah. I remember that person wrote, will you marry me in sand? And someone wrote no underneath it. It was hilarious. I remember that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, anyways, the this uh, lighthouse has a museum, which was cool. But once again, it was definitely old. And then right across the street from Hatteras Lighthouse is the Buxton Woods Trail, which was a nice intro to the more tropical environment that you, the park can offer. There's definitely a uh, ecosystem change going from Bodie Island to Hatteras Island. And I saw some... Uh, really cool wildlife i saw a white ibis there which um the only other place i've seen those is in the everglades or in the uh, florida keys so uh definitely uh surprising how how much of a southern ecosystem that area had then after hatteras island the final main island in cape hatteras national seashore as you go south is Aracoke island uh this is where blackbeard infamously uh uh, tried hiding out at one point. I did not go to this island because I was also running out of time and you need to take a ferry to get to it. So uh, once again, it would have been a time-consuming effort to get to Oracoke Island. But yeah, uh, Andrew, what was your favorite part about uh, Cape Hatteras National Seashore? Probably the lighthouse and that boardwalk area. It was really nice. Like the beach, I, I'm not the biggest beach girl. We both aren't, right? Like, I really enjoyed that little, nice little walk around there. Nice. Yeah, my favorite part was just bird watching all over the place. Um, the, the seashore had just a nice variety of environments. So, you know, I saw pelicans. I saw the white ibis. Um, I saw herons, egrets. I just saw a nice variety of birds. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Birds. Yeah. There's a board game you would enjoy. It's about bird watching. Is it called? Yeah, it's called Wingspan. It's very good. Um, anyway, let's uh let's hop into our favorite parts of the Outer Banks, right? What was your favorite thing you did down there? Uh, I don't know what my favorite thing I did down there is, but my favorite park uh, down there is the Wright Brothers National Memorial. Um, it's just very accessible, cool things to see, such as the visitor center and the views at the top of Kill Devil Hill. So yeah, great park. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with you on that one. Yeah, I think it's the easy winner, right? Yeah, it, it definitely is. But speaking of seashores, Ryan, what mm -hmm. time of the week is it? It's our uh, top three segment. Yep, it's going to be our top three favorite national seashores. And we've been to quite a bit. We actually haven't been to that many. We've, we've been to three, or we've been to three, no, we've been to two together. We've been to, obviously, Cape Hatteras, and then I've been to another one that you have not been to. Which one? Astigue Island. Yeah, it's on my list. Um, it's on your what? It's on my oh, list of oh, things to do. It. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get you down there one day, Andrew. It's such a great yeah. park. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to do DC in cherry blossom season, but that's a whole other topic. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, I want to do that. I kind of want to do it. All right, let's let's go, just hop into it here, Brian. Your top three. All right. Number three, I've got Fire Island National Seashore. Mm -hmm. I did that cool day trip with you 
Um, but also I went again uh, this earlier this year while I was recovering from COVID and had a fantastic time just taking a slower approach to the park, you know, just bird watching, you know, going into the water up to my knees and just kind of soaking in it. Um, yeah. So great. I've had two great experiences there. So that's number three. Number two is Assateague Island National Seashore. This place has wild ponies, cool trails. If you ever go, you have to do the Life of the Marsh Trail. Just really awesome. And it's such a leisurely place. I've been there three times. Have a great time every time I go. And Andrew, uh, I think we should get you down there next year. We just have to do we it. We didn't go because of something was out. The bridge was out? Some. No, we were originally going to go um, for our trip that got canceled by COVID. Right at the beginning of COVID. Oh, yeah, when I had COVID, but we didn't know it was COVID. Yes. Where, where I slept one. for like five days straight. Yeah. And then when we were, I don't know when we were in the area that we could have. No, we weren't in the area, but we were talking about it. And like it got hit by a storm or something happened where the, the reroute, the, the traffic would take like eight hours to get there. Because there. Oh, bridge... I remember this. We were going to, we were thinking about going. I forget where we were in that was. Oh, God, I don't remember. I remember it was like something happened and the island became super inaccessible besides one point. It must have been a DC trip where we're like, let's even get down there for a day. Yeah. And yeah. Anyways, uh, number one for me is Cape Cod National Seashore. This is one of my favorite parks in the national park system. I have a lot of nostalgia for the place just because it was a family vacation spot for me when I was growing up. So I have a lot of memories there. Park is filled with great trails. My favorite is the Great Island Trail. So many great views. You can watch the sunrise and the sunset in this park. If you uh, go Bayside to Oceanside, it's uh, and it's a really fun area uh, if you go in the spring and fall, just because you avoid the crowds. But there's still so much to do. So mm-hmm. that's my list. Uh, number three for me has to be Cape Hatteras. It was cool, right? Like, yep. lots of stuff to do, but it was a little touristy. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Um, tend to be the theme with beach towns right but this one felt super touristy yeah uh uh, but number two far island nice quick day trip uh cool lighthouse couple cool uh beaches enjoyed the surrounding area and number one uh cape cod uh especially the when we decided to go in the middle on january on new year's day uh to that and there was no one on the beach, and we, I decided to hike in boots. But that was a really fun trip. We didn't de- we didn't decide to go there. We wanted to go to New Bedford Whaling, but it was closed. <laughs> oh yeah, and I called them out on Facebook, and they responded. <laughs> <laughs> they apologized. They messaged me. Yeah, I remember that. We'll get you back. We'll get back to New Bedford at some point. But yeah, it was cool. I mean, Cape Cod's definitely just like a fun trip in general you rent a house with friends i've done that i've rented a house with family it's just like a cool place to hang out for a week it is yeah or a so. day i've done day trips up there long day trips yeah yep well ryan yeah that, that sadly concludes the episode yep and this was parkmanship <laughs>